Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 21st of March 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis speaks on St. Joseph as a model to fathers and educators. The Vatican joins Global Network to combat human trafficking and slavery. Caritas Australia calls for support for South Sudan. The Royal Commission's examination of the Sydney Archdiocese continues. And Sydney prepares for International Day of the Unborn Celebrations. Pope Francis marked Wednesday's Feast of St. Joseph with a catechesis on the great saint's example as a father and educator. In a special greeting to all the fathers gathered in the square on what is also Italy's Father's Day, the Holy Father urged fathers to always be close to their children. They need you, your presence, to be there, your love, Pope Francis said. Be like St. Joseph for them, guardian of their growth in age, wisdom and grace, he said. The Holy Father went on to reflect on the important role of St. Joseph in the human development of our Lord. We think of how Joseph, as the carpenter of Nazareth, taught the young Jesus his trade and the value of work, he said. Joseph also quietly imparted to Jesus that wisdom which consists above all in reverence for the Lord, prayer and fidelity to his word and obedience to his will. By his example and prayers, may St. Joseph be a sure guide to all parents, priests and teachers charged with the education of our young, Pope Francis said. A global anti-slavery network has been launched in Rome after one year of talks initiated by Australian mining magnate Andrew Forrest. Partners to the network include Pope Francis, Archbishop of Canterbury David Moxon and Cario Grand Imam Ahmed El Tayyab. The four parties signed off on the agreement on Monday creating the Global Freedom Network, which seeks to end slavery and human trafficking by 2020. The network is focused on slavery proofing the supply chains of businesses and institutions, convincing governments to fight slavery and educating people around the world to detect and report human trafficking. Archbishop David Moxon explained that with over 30 million trapped in the trafficking industry internationally, slavery can only be destroyed through religions and institutions working together on a global level, he said. The project needs us joined together. None of us is strong as all of us and it needs a combined approach. The idea for the Global Freedom Network was initiated by former Fortescue Medals Chief Executive Andrew Forrest last year at a meeting of mining executives and charities at the Vatican. Mr Forrest was inspired to fight human trafficking after experiencing firsthand the plight of traffic girls in an orphanage in Nepal. The difficulty he encountered in eliminating slavery from Fortescue Metals business partners led him to resign as chief executive of the company in 2011. In the Sydney Morning Herald, Andrew Forrest said that the network is set up like a high-achieving, measurement-driven, totally targeted-oriented company. It's like a hard-edged business. We are out to defeat slavery. We are not out to feel good. This is our mission, he said. Caritas Australia has this week issued a statement highlighting the dire need for assistance in South Sudan amidst intensifying conflict. It has been reported that large sections of Unity, Upper Nile and Zhonglei states have been abandoned as thousands flee to avoid violence despite a so-called ceasefire. 
Caritas Australia's South Sudan program officer, Mary Wachira, said the situation is devastating. Women, men and children are forced to run for their lives, she said. The people now in most dire need are those in the camps. They're tired, hungry and longing for a peaceful resolution to this crisis, she added. Caritas Australia works through its international network to alleviate suffering in the war-torn region. It has called on Australians to give generously to Project Compassion to ensure its aid programs can reach as many families as possible. For more information, visit caritas.org.au. Dr Michael Casey, Private Secretary to Cardinal George Pell, is among those who have appeared before the Royal Commission into institutional responses to child sexual abuse this week. Since Monday the 10th of March, the Royal Commission has been examining the case of Mr John Ellis, who was reportedly abused by a Sydney priest between the years 1974 and 1979. Mr Ellis first filed a complaint through the Churches Towards Healing program in 2002 and took legal action in 2004. Dr Casey is the ninth of 11 witnesses called before the Commission to testify on the case of Mr John Ellis in his appearance on Thursday afternoon. He admitted the Archdiocese had been wrong to dispute Mr Ellis's claims in court. Mr Ellis lost in his attempt to sue the Archdiocese over the abuse, but has since received substantial support from the Archdiocese to cover medical and other costs. Dr Casey will continue to give evidence today. Still to appear before the Commission is the Archdiocese Chancellor Monsignor John Usher, Business Manager Dr Denny Casey and Cardinal Pell, who is currently scheduled to appear on Monday. Summaries of the proceedings are available via catholictalk.com.au. Next Tuesday, the 25th of March, marks the International Day of the Unborn Child, an annual celebration of the sanctity of life from the moment of conception. The international celebration will be marked in Sydney this Sunday, with a mass at St Mary's Cathedral, followed by a procession to Parliament House and back to the Cathedral for benediction. It is expected that thousands of Catholics will congregate to witness the sanctity of human life, to pray for both mothers and children, and to change hearts and save lives. The International Day of the Unborn was first initiated by Pope John Paul II to coincide with the Feast of the Annunciation in celebration of the sacred dignity of human life within the womb. The first official celebration took place in El Salvador in 1993, followed by Argentina, Chile and the Philippines. It has since moved to many countries worldwide and has incorporated secular and religious groups of all faiths. For more information on the Sydney celebrations, visit fli.org.au. To find out about the international events, visit dayoftheunbornchild.com. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details on these stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit radio.org.au.